Silent Nights will be moving to a monthly schedule. This is so that I can bring you, the listener, both a more relaxed atmosphere and better quality episodes. So stay tuned for that. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Silent Nights. I'm your host, Dreamweaver. In today's episode, we are going to have a very special guest on the show, and her name is Mia Bell. She's the one that inspired me to start doing this podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to dive into the world of anime and manga and discuss it in more detail. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy. And hopefully, at the end of this podcast, you will have learned a thing or two about both anime and manga. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Silent Nights. I'm your host, Dreamweaver, and today we have a special guest today on the show. And this special guest is someone very special to me because she's the one that <laughs> inspired me to do uh, to start doing a podcast. And her name is Mia Bell. And so let us give her a warm welcome. Hello, Mia Bell. Um, so Hello. how is your day? Hi, thank you for the very Hi. sweet welcome. Uh, I'm doing pretty good today. Um, a little bit tired, but I'm really happy that we could connect and I can learn more about manga and all the things that you're interested in. Yes, it's been a while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's been a little while. Yes. Um, so, uh, you had uh, posted a question um, on the latest recording I had af- after the first chapter of Hakumi and Makoki, and I thought maybe we could um, elaborate on that. Yeah, I think that would be great. Uh, so, as I remember, I think my question was um, if someone uh, is someone like me who hasn't read manga or um, isn't really familiar with manga all that much, is how do you begin to um, get interested in manga? How do you pick what you read? Um, or are there any kind of specific genres that would be a really good introduction to manga? Um, mm-hmm. I'd appreciate any advice that you have on that. Um, yeah, or if you have any favorites that you would recommend to people that are new to it. Yes, um, as far as uh, genres, there's a plethora of genres. It all depends on what you're interested in. Uh, I myself am partial to um, anything rated T or lower. This is just to uh, uh, differentiate and uh, and uh, for a comfort level on my part because I do not like um, very graphic novels or anything with profanity. It's just not my thing, so I try to stay away from it. Um, So in regards to rated T, there are tons of rated T um, manga, but there's also things for children as well. Um, There are, like, for instance, my, one of my favorite um, mangas is um, the ancient Megas' Bride. And the reason why is because it's a mixture of Harry Potter and Beauty and the Beast. Harry Potter because it's centered around magic and mystery and um, just kind of a, a, a 
mystical world and Beauty and the Beast because the uh, protagonist, the supporting protagonist, is actually um, is actually kind of sorta a beast, but not in the way you would expect it. Uh, he is he's a he's a gentleman, but um, because of because um, because he's the last of his magical kind, which is the uh, um, the ancient Megasus. So he's a Megasus, uh, which is like he's a he can do genuine genuine magic, and why? Uh, by doing so, he's altered his appearance, or he was just born that way. I have not yet discovered how or what um, how that came about. But uh, basically, the premise of the story is that uh, he takes in a. Um, uh, a young, a young girl, fifteen years old, uh, named Chise, who gave her up, gave herself up to slavery because of her um, ability to see um, magical creatures and absorb magic, and just people weren't accepting her, and so she, and all she wanted was a home, so she figured better to be sold in slavery than be um, be out on the streets without any place to go. And that's where she meets the ancient Pegasus. And his name is Elias. And contrary to what you think of like um, him buying her, um, he doesn't treat her like a slave at all, and that's what that's what the interesting part of it is. Um, so that was that was like one of the first, actually one of my first ones was um, uh, uh, let me think. Turn it. Uh, it's, it's escaping me right now. Black Butler, and I read, I read that like water, and I was like, okay, I need more. So then I started expanding my collection into different genres, like ancient Megas's brightest fantasy. So is um, um, Hokumi and Makochi, um, and I've got some other ones too, like um, Fairy Tales, also a fantasy one, um, which. I have not read yet, but I figured I better like I like to have a lot of genres to choose from in my own home rather than go to the library and get it because then that means I have to renew it or return it. And I am a rather slow reader sometimes, um, so I'd much rather have my own copies. It's really interesting uh, that you talked about um, that your favorite ones are usually stories with like magic or fantasy uh, because before we started this conversation I was um, thinking about how if I was going to choose a manga I would probably look for one that maybe had something about like myths or I am also like a sucker for anything that has magic in it or like a little bit of kind of otherworldly qualities to it. Um, so all of those mm-hmm. things are really interesting to me. Um, and it's it's something that I didn't think about before, um, but you mentioned that mangas can have different ratings. Um, so some might be more appropriate mm-hmm. for children or um, like you said, for yourself, if people don't want to have certain language in it. Um, how do you know what kind of rating a manga has? Is that something that's you can find um, really clearly in the book? Well, really, the 
here the way you can find a rating on a book is literally it is literally on the front page of the front cover of a manga so you would know like um black butler uh and uh ancient legacy the bride hakuman because those all have rated t readings now i did take up one one time that was um that was rated m and i just like i thought it wouldn't i would cuz and then i learned that it, i thought i would enjoy it but then i learned it was more of a pg style reading and i'm like okay i don't want to read like something where it reminded me of a lot of this uh, a lot of how star wars series goes if you've ever read a little bit of them where you choose a an adventure and you go on that and then you read that and then then you then it has something else that connects to that and you choose is like choosing adventures and it's something that i was not entirely interested in choosing an adventure and then reading about it and then and then having to go back and backtrack to see you know just that that was a lot of work that i wasn't willing to put into reading so um that was another reason why i once i got it and opened it i took one look at it uh, with the help of one of my support workers and was like no i that's that's not going to be for me because um not so much the graphics for that money but it was the way that the um manga was written that it was like i don't think i'd want to enjoy it because it was written in a in a in a rpg game style story and that's something that i wasn't into so um even though i just got it i opened it up didn't even uh read it i just um i just gave it up for sale and hopefully someone else will enjoy it do you remember the first manga that you ever read or what initially got you interested in reading this style of books okay so what exactly for you to get into manga I would suggest start by watching anime because anime is live action manga basically. So, what got me into reading manga and my first manga was Black Butler. So, I watched the first episode or so of Black Butler and I fell in love with it. So, I figured, okay, I'll pick up some I'll pick up Black Butler and see what the difference is between um the manga and the the anime. So even though I had a lot of manga before, I didn't know how to read it. I I um I bought um I the only way I could read manga back at the time was um through color. because color they had the bubbles different colors so you could tell what they were thinking what was the um dialogue bubble what they were thinking and then what what the the action was so that was easier for me to read but also um because there weren't very many in color i you just had to pick up what you could get so there's the, the The series that I chosen was so out of order that it was just like it, you know you could read the manga and not get lost but it was like where in the story are you cuz you'd pick up volume 15 and then go to volume 20. <laughs> like so I want like once like once I actually learned how to read manga which was thanks to one of my support workers who I picked up the first uh black butler manga and she read like the first couple pages and i picked it up like that and i was just like why didn't i know this before but also there's a really good um 
um, YouTube video that will explain to you how, like, what he, like, I would, I knew how to read, but it's, will explain to you what each vowel means, like, um, there are different types of vowels, there's dialogue, there's narration, and there is, um, book. So, when that, when you're trying to differentiate what bubbles which, that can get really confusing. Not so much reading backwards, that, that, that'll come with practice. What you really need to understand is what each bubble indicates. Because if you don't understand that, then things can get really confusing really fast. So first things first, you need to understand what each bubble indicates and what they mean. So that's why when I first started the podcast, that's what I went through because if you are interested in studying Megan, that is the first thing you need to learn because it will make your life so much easier. And then that way you would that way you can enjoy reading manga uh uh reading manga a lot more easier because then you already understand the dynamics of how to read manga. So paying attention to the bubbles sounds like something that's really important, which I wouldn't know um, from not having read manga, but that's really um, cool to me. And you also mentioned something about that there's color or um, no color manga. Um, do you mean yeah. that, like the text is in different colors, so it tells you um, what each thing is, or what does that look like? So, basically what I mean by color is, basically, it's a manga with all the aspects of the Japanese, which is in, which is in black and white, which is the original um, manga. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in color. So it's, it's like, it's literally manga, but it's in color. Um, when you're when you're first starting out, depending on like it, it's really difficult to find um, color-based manga. That's why like most of it is in black and white. So you kind of have to go on a search for to find those uh, the ones the ones in color. But um, it's basically manga, but in full color, like. Um, full colored illustrations you know um it's it's the same thing as a black and white manga but um it would just be fully illustrated and colored and not just black and white um which again is very hard to find um but um it is out there um You also mentioned but it's very okay. sorry, very difficult to find. Continue. You also mentioned that uh, manga comes in series, or that there are different. I think you said like series fourteen or fifteen. Is that really common for manga to come in um, a really yeah. long extended? Um, like for instance, I have. Um, I have volumes one through, I have all of Black, uh, no, I have all of Death Note, which is um, like in a special um, Black black edition, which has more than one volume in it. Um, manga does come in volumes, um, and it's most likely going to be a series. There's not very many manga out there that is um a one-off so to speak it's it's all basically serialized um so if you are going to start with the manga i would suggest getting volume one read volume i would suggest getting volume one and two read volume one and two and then if you enjoy it start building up from there 
So you mentioned another um, series that you have quite a bit of, which is Death Note, which I've heard before uh, or heard of before. Is that another one you would say is one of your favorites or that you enjoy? It, yeah, it's, it is one of the ones that I enjoy. Mind you, I haven't read much of it yet. Um, we're, the thing is with Death Note, it would not be, I would not recommend Death Note for children. Um, even though it's rated um, T, like if you're a teenager, fine. But not for children because there are, it's not so much graphic, but there's a character in there that you have one look at and you're going to, it could give a little child's nightmares. So, that's not as a good series for those that are teen and up, but I would not recommend it for a child. What I would recommend for a child, though, would be Hakumi and Makochi. Because it's a slice of life story. There is not, there's not very much balance. There's a lot of adventure and it's about little people living in the woods. So what's not to like? So. So in one of your earlier podcasts, you also mentioned that uh, if you're somewhere like where we are in Regina, that you could go to somewhere like comic readers um, or maybe even chapters to find some manga. What would you suggest to someone that is just entering um, a store just off of the street or just out of curiosity? Is there a way to navigate um, these shelves of manga and figure out what one might be a good one for you to pick? Um, so the best way to figure out one that you would want to pick is you would go through and you would go to the manga sections and you would go through and just kind of look at um like look at the artwork look at the the um dialogue like i would suggest reading a couple pages while you're in the store because that will definitely help you decide whether you want to get start start collecting that series or not um, I, for one, I'd seen the manga, or I'd seen the anime of, of Black Butler, so I knew I'd like the manga. So, number one thing that you should always do, at least in my opinion, because this helps me decide whether I want it or not, is watch, watch the anime. Watch the anime, if you enjoy the anime, then I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy manga. Do you have a preference for where you like to watch manga online or find manga to watch on the internet? Uh, or the, um, for, for anime, sorry. I meant, I meant to say anime number. Oh, yeah. I, um, I anime, uh, yeah, anime, um, it depends. You can, like, there are, there are some anime on, uh, Netflix, there are some um, anime online, but right now, um, just because I don't have any access to any of the specific platforms for it, I just find stuff on YouTube. Like even if it's in Japanese, you know, it's just something that just will give you a taste of what the manga's gonna be like, you know? And there are things that you should know as well as there are things that happen in manga that there are things that happen in sorry there are things that happen in anime that do not happen in manga and vice versa and that is called um canon basically it means that it, it did not happen like it, like it's something they created. They added to it. It's something that did not happen in the manga or vice versa. So there's things that'll happen but don't happen in the anime, vice versa. Right. So, so I was getting for that. 
Right. So similar to how um, someone might read a more standard book and then go to watch the movie version of that book and then things are changed yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. I've heard that, uh, start again. I've heard that you've mentioned that you've written your own stuff before, like you've written your own fan fiction or other things. This is diverging a little mm-hmm. from my original question, but I wonder if you've ever written or imagined or designed your own makeup. Funny you should mention that because I would I would love to do that. The only thing is, I'm not a good artist. I'm a good story. I'm a good storyteller, and I know how the bubbles work and everything. But I'm not a good artist. I would need someone to be my illustrator in order to do that kind of um, mega. Because really, I have actually thought of creating my own mega. However. I still would need an illustrator that would be willing to do the drawing my illustrations to go along with my story. Like, for instance, there is a there is a fan fiction that I want to work on that I'm trying to work on in my role play with some partners of mine. I'm just I'm waiting for them to to respond. But I would like to write out my role play that I have in mind with them acting as one of the, one or two two of the characters and vice versa with me. And then I would like to turn that into a manga. That sounds very cool. But again, the story, like I like I said, I have I have the, the makings for the storytelling, but I don't have an ounce of art artistry in regards to um, drawing. So I would need an illustrator for that. Writing is artistry too. But yeah. yeah it might that be interesting to collaborate with someone. I know that you, I've seen the picture, um, your profile picture that you said your friend drew um, in kind of an anime style. Um, so it'd be interesting if you collaborated with someone about a story. Um, that you've written yeah. into a manga. Are the... Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Are the stories that you imagine uh, or write about similar to the ones that you like to read? Are they ones that also include ideas of magic or um, adventure or different things like that? Or do you write things that are different than the stuff that you read? Well... I write stuff that's different than the stuff I read simply because um, I have a a fascination with um, the medical field. So a lot of my fan fictions, I write um, character A or B, depending how you would think about it. Character A or B, one of them is always ill, and then it's up to to the... other character to look after them and usually there's an underlining there's an underlying storyline there's a storyline in the background that isn't necessarily mentioned but it's implied as it goes along like for instance um, one that I want to have a work on is is um, Valjean and Javert um from Les And I've seen a lot of fan fiction out there with Beljean being quote unquote the saint, because obviously he becomes a saint. Um, but there's not very much with the opposite. And I would like to, to have the roles reversed and see what comes of that. See if they can strike up a relationship that's more that is more toward a friendship rather than convict equals cop you know you have to go to jail because you broke the law or can there be like 
a, a friendship battle strike up between them with the opposite doing something out of their comfort zone, really. Especially for Joubert, because he's, like, in his mind, he's broken the law, he needs to pay for his atonement, but the thing is, it's been 19 years, he's paid that. Can he drop it? It sounds like you're really deeply invested in thinking about the kinds of relationships that characters might have in different situations and trying to flip those around and imagine how they would act in new dynamics and new scenarios. I think that that sounds like an interesting way to start a story. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, speaking of the characters in the stories, do you have any favorite characters or aspects of characters in stories that usually lend themselves to being your favorite? Um, well, the thing about uh, Javert and William is Javert is a cop. And cop is very close to, like, sort of, not really, but it's very close to something that I would want to be, and that is a paramedic. I don't know why I consider that that real close, but also I also resonate with Veljon because Veljon is he's a caring soul. Like the bishop gave him a second chance. He's not blowing it. He does everything he can to bring his daughter's lover home. And that is just that's just If I were him, I would do that too. Like, you know, it's just like, he just, he embodies me in like, so many ways. But, like, and then with Joubert, it's just like, Joubert also resonates with me. uh, Because I don't want anyone to freak out. But Joubert also resonates with me because before I had my melatonin or any medication to help me with my pain and stuff. I was seriously commit. I was seriously thinking that I might end it, but I didn't. So I mean, there there are aspects of both of them that that are part of me, basically. Like. I am one for following rules. If I am not one to break a rule, if I break a rule, I am more than willing to reap the repercussions of breaking that rule. I'm not going to fight it. You know, rules are rules. If I break a rule, I'm willing to pay the price for it. Thank you for sharing that with me. Uh, I think what I get from that is that Um, It's, to me, it seems like you value the characters that you connect with, um, either like on an empathetic level or that you feel maybe reflect something in yourself or like a certain humanness uh, that you appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, And you really take the time to think about those characters, not just in the story that you're reading, but beyond and yep. what they're, what they're. And then, like, it's like there's, yeah, there are different pairings too, like uh, Josette and Barnabas. Barnabas is a vampire. Um, he was turned into a vampire, and he lost his love, and then he turns Victoria into a vampire by the end you find out that Victoria was the incarnation of Josette and now Josette and him are together. So it's like, how, now that they're together, what is their life going to be like? Like what, not what they want, not what their life is going to be like, but um, now that they're together and they're both vampires, Barnabas isn't alone. Um, 
they can they can live their life like they wanted to. Um, and then there, like of course, then there's um, Vincent and Catherine, like Beauty and the Beast, Adam and Belle, uh, also Beauty and the Beast. Um, which is like, what happens after the story, basically, is what I'm going for. I really like that thought, the what happens after the story. I think that's a really important yep. question for critical thinking and a good way to think about stories and characters and their impact on you or on other people too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, that is definitely. Um, and then of course, like I said, I have, I have them all kind of organized into categories of my Discord, and the only one that I didn't mention was it's it's kind of the opposite of Belgian and Javera. Well, sort of, but not really. Um, where Atem is a pharaoh, but and then there's the thief Bakora. Now, Bakora is obviously, you would obviously think from the title, he is a thief, but again, what if? Um, not to much, not that their voice, the roles will be reversed, but what if Bakora showed his tender side? You know, something unexpected. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I go for. Hmm. You mentioned that you use Discord. To, is that do you use Discord to talk to other people about the stories? Yeah, I just started it like a couple days ago. Okay. And yeah, I just started it a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's called um, The Caretakers. And it's basically like I've got two kids already. I've got someone um, that's, that's posting um in the headcanon section, which is like artwork and whatever else that's not part of like a chat. Um, they can post there. Mm-hmm. Is that a space where gives you're able to share um, like stories that you've written or any fan fiction too in those spaces? Yeah, um, my fan fiction usually goes on um, Either, well, either fanfiction.net, but I have to tell you, that is a very, very, very difficult platform to work with. Um, it, there's a lot of steps. And uh, so I I, um, I went from that to using um, something a little more user-friendly, and that is archive of our own. And it's just a whole lot easier to post there than on uh, on fanfiction.net. Also, um, Wattpad. But mind you, I've only posted one story on Wattpad. But still, um, it's another platform that I would easily be able to copy and paste into and post the story that way. So you find some of those platforms a little bit uh, better in terms of accessibility then and kind of ease yeah. of using the platforms. Yeah, definitely. So a recommendation for somebody that's interested in posting their own work or their own ideas. Uh, I would definitely um, post, the easiest one to post on um, because you can't really, um, okay, maybe you can, but I'm, you, I'm not entirely sure about um, Wattpad, but you can definitely, I, I, well, you could, you could definitely, um, Wattpad, you can definitely um, start writing and then it'll save it as a draft. So you don't have to post right then and there. Whereas archive of our own, you basically have to have it written and then post it um, 
um, that way. But still, both platforms are much easier than, say, fanfiction.net. Because fanfiction.net, you have this whole, um, not application process, but there's like this whole, you've got to put it on, uh, you've got to put it on, um, you've got to put it on the site first, and then you've got to, like, put it in the category, then you've got to, like, um, put chapters to it. I mean, there's a whole process to it. Whereas, archive of our own and and uh, Wattpad, you basically click and you post it into the appropriate area, you put tags, you put a title, you put author if you need, like a co-author um, summary, chapter summary, chapters, whether, you know, it's just a whole lot easier. So would you recommend people, uh, if they're interested in reading stories that are maybe written in the style of manga, that there's places online that they could look at too, or kind of explore uh, Yeah, as far as manga, um, it's not really, they're not really written in manga style because I mean, manga style takes, it's, it's a, it's an acquired, it's, it's an acquired, um, skill. Um, but you can definitely read, um, read fan fiction based on, say, anime or manga characters, which is basically like reading a manga, but without the panels. It's more or less put into a storybook style than the manga style, but you still have the characters, you still have your favorite characters. So there would probably be fewer illustrations and things like that. Yeah, it would be more. Actually, we actually, actually, um, absolutely no illustration and all um, paragraph and dialogue. So it would be definitely written more like a book, like a chapter's book than, than a picture book. Speaking of the images in manga, is there a, I know there's particular kind of styles of anime um, in how the characters are illustrated or different things like that, but is there a particular kind of style of illustration and drawing that you really like in? I really like the uh, Japanese style of drawing because it looks very human. Like realistic? That's what I like about it. Yeah, it looks very realistically human. And that's what I like about um, Japanese style of um, uh, manga. Is, is that it looks very, very, very human. So yeah, if you were to look at a manga from Japan, or even like if you were to look at Black Butler, for example, you, even though it's a cartoon, it looks very, very human. Like, very like us, basically. And what are the other kinds of illustration that you come across that are like? there are less than like that. There's a the cartoon. There's like cartoon style. Um, you can definitely tell it's a cartoon. Um, still looks human, but you know it's it's a cartoon. Um, but I think that's why you people get lost in manga too, is because they're not focused on on the drawings although they are, but they're not focusing so much on the drawings. They're focusing on the story because I just, it's, it's, it'll just draw you in that way. Um, 
it's just it's just so much fun that way to just draw you in they're focusing on the drawing but something like definitely that will throw you off if you're not used to it is the cartoonish um style of like say um art Archie, for example, <laughs> that would be an example of like where you wouldn't be so focused on the story. You'd be like looking at them, it's like why, why does he look like that? <laughs> Doesn't make sense to me. So you're not focusing on the story, then you're focusing on what the characters look like. Whereas in Japanese, or in in original Japanese drawing you're focusing on the story because it's it's very tale but it also they, they look like they would be part of that world mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be something so out of the world like, you know for instance um, Garfield <laughs> that's um Cat eating lasagna, not very believable, but yes. you know, and that's the thing about uh, Japanese artistry and illustrations is it's very believable. So that's something that draws you to a particular uh, series as well, is really paying attention to the illustrations. Yes, seeing how well the drawings are. Um, are done um a lot of because a lot of them like they're they're called manga and they're basically manga artists and the amount of detail they put into them the artistry is is breathtaking basically so if you so when you're reading to, manga, so if you were to sorry design a manga with somebody when you've written the story would you want it to be in that classic Japanese style yes I would because to me having it more having the characters look more humanized draws people into the story because they're focusing on the story and not what the characters look like yeah so you're saying when the characters are a little bit more cartoonish or not real to life that it can pull you or maybe other people out of the story and take the focus away from what's happening yeah that's that's basically it yeah it's a good tip So that is, um, that's, um, so that's basically where it is defined. So basically you just find your genre, which are into, look out for the illustrations, find something you enjoy, both, um, um, and story based, and you'll get lost in a manga in no time. Awesome. Thank you so much for all of those tips. I definitely learned a lot and now know a little bit more about manga and anime and will maybe be less likely to mix them up in the future. Um, yeah. But I'm sure that So will the thing is, like, with uh, manga and anime, anime is basically live manga. It's manga being put on the screen. So, just keep that, and of course, that'll be easy enough for you to understand now. Um, you'll be able to find manga and say, okay, well, that's that. This isn't an anime, but there's a manga about this. You know, then maybe it'll be more likely inclined to pick up a man, the manga about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think knowing that there's information in the book right away that I can figure out 
what kind of rating it has and to pay attention to the illustrations and to be aware of those different bubbles that you mentioned too I think is important for people like myself that haven't read manga to know that there's dialogue bubbles and thought bubbles and kind of narration bubbles and different a whole bunch of different things that are going on inside the book and also like when you also read also pay attention to the illustrations not only for the character design but a lot of um a lot of the action comes from the character's illustration as well hmm. are there any manga that are only illustration and don't have words um no, I have not come across uh, any like that, but um, because if it's just illustration, you kind of have to guess, and it's not like I don't think I've ever come across. No, it's it's more or less it's a combination of both illustration and um, the the bubbles and what's in the bubbles and the, the illustrations of what the characters are doing and stuff like that. Now, um, you know what to look out for. Yes, yes you will. And I think that will conclude our episode for today. And until next time, Dreamers. In the next episode, I'm going to try a little bit of an experiment. This experiment is called ASMR Roleplay, or Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response Roleplay, in which you, the listener, will be playing a supporting actor in my role plays. I hope it goes well and I hope you enjoy it. Which brings me to our next topic of discussion. From now on, I will be alternating between ASMR role plays and manga reading. Since manga reading takes a considerable amount of time to do, my ASMR role plays will act as an appetizer for you, listeners until I can get the manga episode out to you. That's all for now. Until next time, dreamers, may all your dreams be merry and bright. <laughs>